0: ladies and gentlemen boys and girls and everything in between welcome back to the kevin clifton show and thank you uh, for all your listens and people uh subscribing and comments and likes and all that sort of thing um as usual uh like i've said before apparently it helps with the algorithms to like get our podcast out there to more people and stuff so if you are enjoying the podcast um yeah hit the subscribe button um leave us a comment and a five-star rating, preferably, rather than a one-star rating, or share it with with people you know, if you know other fans of, you know, Strictly, or dancing, or theatre, and and all good stuff like that, Um, yeah, share it around, and if you have just stumbled on the podcast now, and this is your first episode, um, we've got loads of good stuff, so go back to near the beginning and listen through um, loads of the episodes that we've done, but you've stumbled on a good one, if it is your first one, because... I'm delighted to welcome to the show um, a really good friend of mine. We've been friends for I can't remember how many years we've been friends for. We'll we'll talk about it now, I guess. But um, strictly come dancing's Aliash Skorianets. Welcome to the show. Hey. 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 Hello, my
1: man. I'm good. I'm good. Actually, I'm better now. I'm much better now for seeing you because we are on Zoom and to, to hear your voice, Kev, We we haven't we haven't spent any quality time together really in a long time so this is like a treat
0: this is a treat i mean because of the pandemic it's definitely been over a year since i've since i've yeah. seen you. Um, yeah it has
1: been definitely more than a year cavis it has to be more than a year
0: i can't remember the last time i actually saw you would it have been it, str- could, have, it could have been on strictly it could have been on strictly strictly 2019 yeah that's it that's, that's mental it. that is absolutely mental
1: And before that, we couldn't get out of each other's lives for Mm. for a long time. Yeah, We literally saw each
0: other pretty much every single day. On the floor, through Strictly, through just everything else. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Mate, so what have you been up to just recently? What are you up to at the moment? Honestly, Kev, this is now the
1: best time to ask me that question. Because if we would be recording this podcast last week, this would be the, the most boring question you can ever get. <laughs> but <laughs> Doing a few Zooms. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just playing, you know, just call my mom. <laughs> but uh, it's been actually from Monday onwards this week, I just started rehearsals for Here Come the Boys.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, it's after, I would say, about a year of, of not that, you know, full-on dancing, dancing. You know, strictly, whenever you know, full on dancing, dancing, it's mainly just the group numbers or here and there, an odd number, mm. and uh, it's been the biggest hit to the system uh, that I've ever had in in what 31 years. Um, right. I, I've never felt that much out of it before. Yeah. Uh, even after I stopped competing or whatever, even then I kind of sort of stayed in touch with it, but I kind of took this lockdown to to not dance at all mm. and. Uh, and how wrong was I? How wrong was I, Kev? <laughs> I, I went in on a Monday for rehearsals, day one. Everyone is there, you know, looking incredible and ready to start. I mean, you can just imagine Gra- Graziano, what he looks like. He looks like a god anyway. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I walk in and yeah, it was uh, it was tough, man. But but it just made me realize how, how much I missed it, mm. how much I missed sweating in rehearsals, how much I, you know, just going through the same thing over and over again, trying to get it better. I've I've, I've, I've missed it. And uh, I don't think I've ever missed it be,
0: before. I did now, really. But that's interesting, because I, I think uh, we've been talking a lot on the podcast about, um, say, what everyone's been doing during lockdown and, and what you've sort of realised during lockdown, because everyone's had all this time to think for themselves. And it's like reflection time. And Some people it's been like, oh, I never knew that I loved, you know, Formula One. Like I've never watched it before and suddenly I'm obsessed with cars and it's my new passion and, you know, or, you know, suddenly I'm a rapper, you know, or whatever. And some people it's like, wow, I actually thought I was tired of the thing that I did. And now I've realized I actually love what I do and I just needed that little break. So you feel like you've fallen more in love with dancing
1: exactly that exactly what you just said i mean the life you know how how it goes you you do you do the show then you do your own tour or you do the strictly live tour then you probably do a couple of gigs here here and there and and strictly is back around the corner
2: Mm. and
1: that was kind of like on a loop for for five or six years yeah um and uh i kind of like foolishly took a little time off just before lockdown (laughs) <laughs> giving myself a little break you know yeah. thinking i need to i need to give alias a break now because it's been i've been working myself way too much and then uh worldwide pandemic hit so i kind of was forced to not do anything but uh, like you say like having so much time to not do anything was you literally all you do is think and Jeanette and i were like at home all the time we were we were so obedient with lockdown we didn't we basically didn't live leave a house for a couple of months and um jeanette actually kept really busy she she started doing her lives her yeah uh on on instagrams but i kind of just went just clean cut nothing yeah and all i really did honestly kev was i started playing video games and uh I know, perfect. But mainly one one reason, obviously, because I love playing video games. I'm not gonna lie that I don't. Yeah. But then second, I kind of rekindled friendships from, backs from back in school, like from from like back in school in Slovenia, yeah. from primary school even, like when I was what seven, eight, years, nine years old, from like guys that I haven't heard of in twenty years and more, and uh, we started talking uh, like through through like Facebook groups or or whatever, and then we kind of like got together with through through call of duty through this okay. through this game and we would hang out from i don't know from morning to evening day after day through lockdown and as like as much as it was fun playing the game but like i kind of felt like i went you know when we say like going back to the basics
2: mm.
1: i kind of like i kind of went back to going ah that's the that's that, that's the dude that's the dude that like uh, that's who i kind of because when they, when we were talking about stories when we were kids and stuff, I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, those were those were the days." And you and you forget about those things because life is too fast. I mean, it. I'm lucky that the life is too fast, but I was so sort of fortunate now to get that time to, to, to 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 have those friendships back, and and I feel and I feel better for it. And now I feel like I'm more ready to go to do what I what I normally do. To go back to the to the speed of it to go back to the you know the craziness of it and i can kind of i i guess deal with it better now i hope so
0: that's really cool and and it makes sense now to me because like there's a couple of times where like i spoke to jeanette i think jeanette came on my podcast on, on this podcast like well probably like a year ago um, and i think i came on did like an instagram live with jeanette at some point and both times i was like How's Ali? Is he good? And she was like, Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's just, he's like knee deep in Call of Duty right now. <laughs> she, wasn't lying, Kev. she wasn't lying, Cap. She wasn't lying. I'm like, he hates me, he doesn't want to talk to me. <laughs> no. No, I honestly I was so I mean so many
1: people went, What's what's up with you? Are you like, are you actually still alive? Because I didn't post a single thing on any social media. Yeah, That was more on purpose rather than anything else. Mm. I kind of got a bit, not fed up, but I kind of got, I lost love for it a little bit with, with the whole social media thing. Mm. And uh, so I, I, it was like a perfect opportunity to go. Now I don't have to, now I don't need to post anything because there's yeah. nothing really happening in my life to go, to go on about it. Mm. So I was like, this is the time now to give myself a bit of a break from, from my phone and i literally switched it off cap for about a month i've never done it before
0: and how did that feel
1: the most liberating thing i've ever done yeah like i I know it's impossible to do that now when when you get back to work and when you get back to to you know to everyday life yeah Uh, but back then i'm i'm happy that i that i did it that
0: i yeah so would you say then that like because everyone's sort of reacted differently to um the lockdown situation, the pandemic, uh, in, in terms of mental health, because you've always been mm. a pretty, like, positive guy since I've known you. Like, I've, I, I you, know, you never know what's going on with people, but, like, I, I would never, like, like, if someone said to me, who are the people you know that you think might be going through some mental struggles? I would never have said you. Mm. You've always been pretty positive and, and, and pretty sort of uh, mentally strong. Do you find that because of maybe the... Play, you know, playing those games and meeting those friends again and off social media, all those things have helped mentally.
1: Massively, massively. I mean, when you are sort of always, I mean, making yourself happy, I always feel like that, that's something you got to do yourself first before anyone else helps you with it. And uh, I've, always, I've never had trouble with that. I never had trouble with that because I always felt like, because I do for a living what I love to do, Mm. I, I, why would there be a reason for me to not be happy? What mm. What's there in life that can make me so unhappy that would change my mood if I ultimately do what I love at the end of the day? Mm. And uh, when that was taken away, you know, because of lockdown, I kind of I was lost for a second there because, you know, it it was raining outside every every day. You couldn't go out, and. It was it was a bit of a struggle, Kev. I think it am I'm I'm gonna admit it to you, of course it was. And after especially for, for, for people that enjoy what they do when they can't deliver, you know, their job, or especially for us, you know, because we we get measured on what I do by the applause or by the by the views. And yeah. and when you I mean it sounds silly, but when you don't get the applause, yeah. you know, you start yeah. feeling you miss it. Yeah. And it did affect me. But, you know, because, but then the good thing about that was the Jeanette was going through the same thing as well. So we were, we were kind of in the same, in the same, in the same, we had a kind of the same issue there and, and we kind of talked loads about it and we helped each other through it. Mm-hmm. So I would have probably struggled much more if I was, if I would have gone through lockdown completely on my own. Okay. And, uh, and that's why I think like for both of us going through the same thing, because I know Jeanette's so passionate about watch you know about her dancing you know as well and and you know that for sure and so it was yeah it was being together i think was a saving grace and then and then rekindling friendships with with friends and i've never spoken to my to my family like you know mom dad sister i call them frequently i'm I'm so good like that but it's always just you know like a like a quick phone call, just so you you know, just so we call each other every 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 two days, but never like a long conversation sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. and uh And he was. Like, was yeah, okay, yeah, I'm
0: good. I got three sevens and an eight. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought I should have got more, but it doesn't matter. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and so you know,
1: it would you all of a sudden had that time to actually to actually hear and to listen and to say and to actually go. Mm-hmm. You know what, mom? That's what's been going on for the last month, or or sister, and I could yeah. Um, that was. Have the what the, still kind of breaks my heart that I didn't get a chance to go to Slovenia to see my family mm. in over it's been like sixteen months now, mm. and uh, that's the one thing that I, that I'm still sort of have still have to take be before I'm before I'm fully back to myself. Really,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, strictly, obviously, must have felt completely different this this last series, the twenty twenty series. Talk to me about that. Talk to me like, about what, what felt different and how, what, how was the experience? Uh, you know, when,
1: when the lockdown happened and um, when everything was sort of so abruptly, our tour got cancelled, all the live entertainment, everything that had to do with our industry was so like, literally just stopped. And I was so skeptical that, that Strictly would even happen last, last year. Uh, I mean, I think we all were. And uh, when we found out that there actually might be a way that they found, uh, you know, found a way through bubbling us, through testing us regularly. I mean, there were so many measures that were taken. It was incredible. to have to watch the production that runs. You know how it works like this amazingly well-oiled machine that nothing can ever get in its way. Mm. And even COVID couldn't get in its way. Even... even then strictly producers managed to 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 get it to get to put through i mean to pull through through that obviously not having audience there was a was a huge difference uh the studio itself got sort of a bit of a reconfiguration because of the judges desk and and all of that Mm. but i mean you know you know how it is we all love performing for people that sit right in front of you i mean that's kind of like you know that's that immediate reaction you get from someone that laughs back at you or smiles back at you or wings back at you or something but that was missing and that you know it's never going to be the same without that but but then what happened all the couples were then kind of became the audience because they were sat in the you know in those kind of seats and uh, the camaraderie, camaraderie then became even more apparent so you would get that support from the couples that are in the competition with you even more than any other year mm-hmm. so you kind of created that even stronger family feeling between mm-hmm. the between the all the couples involved mm-hmm. so from that side was amazing was lovely and we we got into the hotel before the season to do the all the group numbers right uh, which was which was Especially crazy to sort of strictly so yeah strictly bubble it was like a pro, pro bubble uh, I think we were there like I think it was over three weeks or something like that and uh, it was incredible because it was like a like a strictly boot camp like that got us all back into gear like back into shape even and uh, we I think that the the level of the group numbers went even even up a notch from from the years before and it was solely because we we rehearsed the numbers mm-hmm. we record the numbers, rehearse the numbers, record the numbers. it wasn't like normal when we rehearsed them in august and then you sort of do them week by week, and some yeah. of them you perform them in December. Yeah, so you can't remember anything anyway. So it was really cool to sort of do it back to back, and uh, and I, and and actually, that's that's like one thing that I do hope that kind of stays for for the for for the next series or or you know for for all of them to come that to do those numbers kind of be before, and then you can really just focus on the on the numbers with your celebrity.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that because also it takes like as much as we love doing the, the pro numbers like usually when when it comes to that time, you know, you, especially like when you're in like week eight, we, you know, all of that sort of stuff and you've got and you're you've got a lot on your plate at that point, and it. And or say if you've got two dances to do or something or a thon or <laughs> anything like that and you're trying to you need to get to your celebrity, but also you, you're having to rehearse.
1: I mean, my favorite group number rehearsal it's always that Monday after Blackpool week because (laughs) we traveled on from Blackpool and we rehearsed those I think what what do we call them our refreshers a refresher refresher. (laughs) Monday refresher (laughs) which for most of us it's kind of like learning it for the first time really because there's nothing to refresh there (laughs) and uh, nothing refreshing about it (laughs) there's nothing refreshing (laughs) about turning up at about 8 a.m after you've just sort of choreographed up until like 5am, your own number for your celeb, which kind of then you have to teach straight after that prone rehearsal on Monday. So some weeks those refreshers are not the, you know, your favorite things on the schedule. But, uh, (laughs) But I mean, we always got through it. And I mean, like, it's impressive really. Like if you, when I watch you back now, like, some numbers i remember how tired you are when you actually do it doing them like especially semi-finals or like quarterfinals. yeah like you say you know when it gets to the end of it when you kind of lose your brain a little bit anyway because it's so many weeks of teaching choreographing and the the last thing then kind of you have in your mind is is like is a group number but but then you know i mean we we're so lucky we we, we got to go to to harry potter world you get to dance in somerset house i mean then but then they surprise us with things like that then keep us on our, on our toes yeah so yeah. I, c- I can never complain i mean you know it's it's, uh, it's uh, i was in bond this year kev i was
0: i got to be james bond <laughs> <laughs> um also we were quite vocal on this show because um, we were reviewing the show sort of every week and we were quite vocal on this show about um, Clara, about you and Clara and your, and your dances and sort of- I do follow your show, Kevin. I right, show. <laughs> okay, <so> you, you, <laughs> you might have heard us. <laughs> I have but, heard it. <laughs> there was a couple of weeks where we were sort of me, um, my sister Joe, and, and Lauren Oakley, we were all in agreement that um, we, we thought the judges were being quite harsh on Clara uh, compared to others like h- how was working with Clara and and how, how do you feel it went overall Do you know what I
1: feel like she was I mean she is uh, one of the loveliest girls that I've ever got to do the show with and uh she's she's so kind she's so loving and like she really she she fell in love with she fell in love with dancing mm. and I could I, I I could tell that you could do you could see that coming to the camera as well. Yeah. It wasn't just sort of her trying to be that. It was just genuinely her. And it was such a joy to teach her every day. I mean, every single step because she's such a huge fan of the show mm. as it is. So yeah. I would go, okay, so we're doing week one cha-cha-cha. And she goes, really? I love cha-cha-cha. And I'm like, okay, great start. And I go, okay, so we're going to do a New Yorker here. No, I'm going to do a New Yorker. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do a New Yorker. <laughs> So it was just like that from one sort of uh, you know superlative to another, like and then we did this crazy Charleston like I was so proud of her. Mm-hmm. I mean one of the best dances I'm ever gonna do on that show. And you know you know when you get those moments, whenever they come, like they're just gonna be printed in your memory and yeah. whatever else stays in the memory from, from that from this season, the last one, that moment is never gonna leave me. Mm. that doing that and finishing that dance and because most of it was side by side so i couldn't really tell if it was actually good or bad because yeah. you know because you can't really see if, yeah. if we're actually doing the same thing but after after we got the comments and scores i was like i mean yeah that's it and that gets me to the to the question you you <laughs> you started with <laughs> yeah there was some weeks there was some weeks that that you know i would have maybe wanted for 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 judges to give us better scores but i i never do this show Kev, for the judges i've never done it
2: mm.
1: um from day one from the first waltz i did with abby i've never done that show to get a 10 i've never done it to get a 9 or 8 or 7 even less a 4 or 3 or 2 and uh, so i always do it for the celebrities i always do it for the person that's dancing right next to me and I always say to my celebrities, in 20 years time, you're going to go on YouTube or whatever, and you're <laughs> going to and you're going to type in your name and and my name and the dance is going to come up. And at the end of that video, there's not going to be any judges, scores or comments. Yeah. And after maybe a couple of weeks, you're going to forget who gave you a six or a seven. You're gonna forget those things, but what you are gonna remember is how much fun you had on that floor, Mm -hmm. and not no one can take that away from you. No five, no six, no seven, or eight, or and at the end of the day, no ten can make it better either. Mm -hmm. So that's what I always tell my celebrities, and I and I believe that a hundred percent. And nothing ever phases me if I'm happy with the dance that I taught my celebrity that's that i know that that my celebrity that's the best she can do that dance or the best i've seen her do that dance Hmm. and if that's a 10 for me you know like so i'm always going to give my celebrity a high score and then the judges are (laughs) going to give anyway yeah you know what i mean so i never get upset because of it because it's because it's you know because it's out of my control and i always just make sure that whatever i do i make them feel comfortable about their dancing and everything that comes after, you know, standing in front of the judges, it's it's kind of out of my control anyway. So why stress over it to begin with? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you're a good partner. I hope partner. that made sense. I right, hope that uh, made sense, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why you're a good partner to get. That's why you're you're good at Strictly. Um, oh, so, oh, Kev. No, you are. You are. come on. Are, Kev, come on. Strictly. <laughs> um, so... you you talked about there like how your mindset towards um what you want out of your experience on Strictly in terms of your partner and stuff and you know you do it for that you do it for their enjoyment and them looking back on the number and being happy about you know rather than judges and whatever what about for yourself what like what I don't know if this is a bit of a deep question but like what like what is dancing and performing to you Do, do you is it about entertaining the audience? Do you get a sense of just, you can express yourself? Is it, you know, is it like for some people, it's like working out, just gives them them endorphins and makes them happy. Like, what's it about for you? What And you've said that during lockdown, you've sort of, it's made you realise how much you love it and miss it. Like, what is it about for you? You know, I think like that answer changed
1: in the last year tremendously. And I can't really give you a full one because I haven't gone back to performing just yet. Because at the moment, I'm just in this sort of cycle of rehearsals. And I was never the one that loved rehearsing. I never really <laughs> fully, you know. It yeah. was, I love the performing side of it. I love when we get to do it, you know, in the in Royal Arbor Hall at the, or at the Palladium. I love doing it, you know. And, uh, but uh, what dancing is for me, it's, you know what? I'm going to go back to no one has ever understood me better but when I'm dancing.
2: Hmm.
1: It, it started with coming to, to UK Not really knowing the language You know, as much as I would want it to Before I would start working on a, on a, on a show like Strictly On a, on a channel like BBC hmm. So I kind of always had that handbrake on With sort of expressing myself a little bit I didn't, the first season of Strictly I, I, I don't think I said a single word Because every time I got up to Claudia's area She didn't want to look at me So that, that was that <laughs> and uh, so I didn't, I don't think I even, apart from, on, on it takes too. I never got to, to, to say anything. And uh, so dancing has always kind of been from, like, I remember even from when I was competing. It didn't matter where I was, what country, who was who was watching me dancing. It was, it was clear as the sky what I was trying to do. And I always loved it. So I always look happy doing it. And uh, that's what. Do you know what? Dancing brings me, brings me happiness. Mm. That, that's what it does for, for me. And that's why I do it. There's days that I wake up and I wish I wasn't doing it because I can't lift my legs and I can't feel my calves or I have shin sprains. You, you know how, how it goes. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Those, are, those are the days you have to uh, you have to revalue a little bit and push yourself, push through those hard ones. Mm. But when it's lovely, it's beautiful. I don't, I don't think me doing anything else would for, fulfill me as much as dancing does. I mean, never say never, never say never. I'm, I'm getting, I'm 31 now, Kev, and oh, you know,
2: you're, oh, you well, listen, 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 <laughs> listen. I know, I know, but
1: listen, listen. I didn't, I didn't say that for that reason. But I'm starting now to get sore muscles for more than a day. You know what I mean? Like, it's starting now. Like, I can see it now. Never mind Never mind going out for a drink. That's that's a whole different story. Yeah. Uh, the aftermath of that. But, uh, so, yeah, I, I kind of, yeah, it brings me happiness. And it kind of, like, to be honest, kind of keeps me going, really. Hmm. And and I haven't yet found, like, actually, like, at the beginning of life, I went, because I always say that, you know, like, in rehearsal, sometimes when I'm really exhausted, I go, I wish I was a darts player. Or, like, I wish I played snooker. Because all <laughs> You know, like, like, you know, because it's not that I'm, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's not that, you know, it's not physically mm. as demanding as dancing is. But uh, and then I always go, no, 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 no. I, I love what I do. I mm. love what I do. And uh, yeah, but I hope, I mean, there's like in the future, I have a few other sort of avenues that I've never explored that I'm so excited to maybe try. Mm. So but I, I I know for sure that I'm I'm never gonna be able to get away from from being a dancer. Mm. If yeah
0: yeah well I think it's a really good point that you said. I'm really glad you said like there are some days that like you just don't want to go like you don't want to go to the studio and do that rehearsal or or whatever because I think sometimes like you know we talk about it being like our passion and we love what we do and that's why we're happy and you know and blah blah blah. But like I think sometimes people confuse that with like so they just they just every single day they just wake up and go i can't wait to dance and it's like and it's not like that some days it's like i just wish i could just have a year off from yeah. dancing. <laughs> um, watch what you wish for yeah. <laughs> 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 but like so for people who like when you're in one of those days or maybe if you're in a bit of a i mean i don't know if you've ever had this but if if you ever feel like you're in a bit of a rut, like where you go a few months where you feel like, ah, oh, I don't know, I'm just not, I can't get motivated. I don't feel like I'm dancing well. I don't feel, you know, I can't get it together. I just hate it. You know, like what, what do you do in those situations?
1: Honestly, I just, on those days I do it because I, because I know I have to do it Yeah. because I hate letting people down. That's why I do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I don't do it for myself those days. I do it for everyone else on those days, if this makes sense. Yeah. I do it for myself on good days and I do it for everyone else on the bad days. Yeah. Because yeah. I honestly Kev, I couldn't justify my love for dance for me to get out of bed when I literally physically can't, almost can't walk. Yeah. Like, you know, there, but I know that I have to get to a rehearsal because we open a show in, in three days. And if I miss a day of rehearsals, for me to get a rest or to give my body a rest, the show ain't going to be ready or number ain't going to be choreographed. Mm. So you kind of have to sort of, um, you know, sp- look in the mirror or, you know, and have a genuine conversation. You, you can't just, what, cancel. You can't just not go. Yeah, uh, Like, you know how it is, like the dancing used to be like, I, I would I wouldn't say like dancing is still a passion, but it's just as much now not in a bad sense of the word, but it's just as much much work now as it is a passion, yeah. because dancing is my work. Yeah, and so when when you when you wake up and you don't want to do it, you kind of don't have the passion for it. So that's when the work side of it kicks in. Mm. But I still have to do it, although today I might not feel hundred percent up for it. But, you know, even if you work in a bank, you're not going to wake up every single day and want to go, I can't wait to get to the bank and get to <laughs> yeah, work. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So yeah. it's a bit the same. I know it's not a nine to five job, but mm. the feelings are kind of the same as if it was a nine to five job.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And I suppose it's like, you know how you feel in those moments when you're performing and how, you know, you're in front of an audience and you're saying that like people understand you and you understand yourself better when you're dancing, you know, more than anything. I suppose it's like to get those moments, you have to go through the shit moments.
1: Absolutely. And and when you get through those moments, like, I, you know, I, like it's always hard. It's so much easier to say, but then remember those moments when it's really hard. Yeah. I think, I think it's more the other way around. When, for for me at least, when I get to those really lovely moments, then I look back and go, "Oh yeah!" But it was kind of hard. Like half of the half of the road was actually kind of difficult. But that's why I think those moments then become even sweeter, and like you can enjoy them even more. Yeah, and you're gonna more than likely then push through the next bad patch or however you call it.
0: Yeah, my when I was on Strictly, my worst. Um days of when when I was on Strictly was always sort of most of Sunday because it's like technically it's our day (laughs) off right but if you're through to the next week you've got to choreograph another dance right so tell me about your process of choreographing the dances with for the celebs first of all do you always do it like when it needs to be done like on the Sunday before like each week by week or do you get ahead a couple of weeks and then once you do it what's your process for putting a dance together?
1: so every single season I say I tell myself I'm gonna prep yeah and I'm gonna give myself four or five weeks worth of choreography yeah so I can sort of have you know a Sunday here and there to have a roast maybe <laughs> and it never happens Kev. it never happens solely because I think that goes to because we never know who we're actually gonna be dancing with and people still no one ever believes us but we actually find out when when people kind of find out so you can't really prep yourself too much. You can't, you can't choreograph a generic routine for just any celebrity. Uh, it doesn't work like that. You can only choreograph for people when you actually know and you have them in front of you, or you know what they what they can do or can't do. You can't just sort of chuck five numbers together and then have yeah. them ready for as the weeks goes on. Yeah. Because I mean, sometimes it would be lovely. I mean, for me, if it would work like that, but and the way I do it, I kind of the one thing that I do prep is songs. And uh-huh. like, even now, like, or, you know, through the whole year, if I hear something that I like or something that I've heard ages ago and I haven't heard it in a long time and I go, oh, that's a lovely Vinnie's old yeah. And uh, so I would like Shazam or write it down yeah. just so I have like a bank of songs ready. Cause like yeah. I'm that I'm really passionate about. I'm really passionate to what songs I'm, I'm dancing to like that. I, I can't just kind of go, all right, like, it doesn't matter, you know, let, that week, okay, let's just do that song. Never. I'm, that I'm so passionate about, what song it is. Yeah. And then, And then the ideas, you kind of, I would have, honestly, I would say about five, six ideas kind of ready at the beginning of the series. And then it just depends how it plans out. You might do all of them back to back. Or you might get to sort of spread them out so if you get that far in the competition that you still use some of the ideas you had in the summer, let's say for the semifinals. But that rarely happens. Yeah. So those, that my Sundays then consist of first making sure that it's a good song and then I probably play the song about a billion times. Yeah. that's I have to do that because if I don't know every single bit that is in it, I kind of then... I kind of then just do it, I could do the same routine for any other music, if, 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 if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And, and I would break the song to see like, this is the highlight, this is where it goes smooth, this is where it goes big, this is a lift moment, this is a basic moment that the judges might like, this is a storytelling moment. So I would do it like that first, kind of map it out, mm-hmm. and then I would kind of like do the steps in between. Yeah. But what I'm the luckiest at is that I have Jeanette. Mm. Because that kind of then halves the time of actual choreography. Jeanette is so creative. Like we we always do this strictly, both of us 50-50. I always say that. Mm. We apart from physically teaching our celebrities, because we never have never done that, literally in what, eight years, I've never done that. And the same for the for for her, for Jeanette. But when it gets to creative side of it, meaning court choreographing the numbers we help each other loads we always have and uh i feel like that's how we come up with the best things for for me and for her and uh so yeah and then both of us sit down and we we just we do it kept for as long as it, it, it takes sometimes i do ballroom dances normally it takes me 20 minutes uh, to kind of get the steps to the actual music latin it takes me up to five hours to, to, to even get away from the table <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> like it just depends some weeks is super quick and some weeks i'm i show up on on a monday and it's still a bit of a working process
2: hmm. but
1: i but i have never in eight years showed up on monday with kind of nothing you know what i mean like, i yeah. need to have it i need not to yet. have it done sure. I, I i'm not that I don't have that confidence to show up and to kind of work things out. Mm. Uh, I don't have patience for myself to do that because I know like it takes me a little bit while, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I need to be 100% ready before I get, go in on, on Monday and teach the steps.
0: Mm. Yeah, I was the same. Like I, I used to, I remember when we used to like talk to Brendan Cole on the show and he'd be like, no, nah, I take the day off on Sunday and then I'll go in on a Monday and I'll start choreographing on my celeb on the monday and i was like i have no idea how you do that i have no idea
1: i mean i i have respect for that yeah tremendous respect for that i mean tremendous respect for it yeah but then you know look watching your numbers like i feel like what i just said like i I feel like that's we probably do like a very like a similar thing because whenever i see your dance every single dance is bang on a in it, it, it's so clear as as the sky what the story is and uh, so I feel like I mean there there is there's for sure some advantages in it but then maybe there's some disadvantages because because then maybe it's not as spontaneous as, as you know someone else's routine might be mm. but I just couldn't I couldn't work like that I no. could not work in a spontaneous way I couldn't
0: no no um, it's interesting like you mentioned um, story you know, really, what's, what's the beats of the story here in, in, in this number? Um, do you feel like, because um, obviously we both went through Burn the Floor, um, do you feel like Burn the Floor had an effect on that or have you ever always been into it or what? Because I feel like they always talk to it, us about it on Burn the Floor. Yeah, I wouldn't,
1: you know, because we always say burn the floor. I'm just going to say Jason Glickerson and Peter Robit. Those are the the reasons why I changed my mentality on what performing actually is. Yeah. I mean, I thought that when I was competing, I was performing, but I was doing completely the opposite. I was alienating the whole audience and I was actually doing it just for the judges. Yeah. So that's not performing. That's just impressing a judge. Yes. So when I started doing, Burned, I mean, burn the floor. And when I, I remember the first time when I, when I actually got to do the show in in, our, in Australia. And after the show, we would get the notes, and I mean, I mean, every single note was to me. And I felt like I didn't do a single. I can't. I mean, I you know, obviously got a few. I got some steps wrong. I mean, I'm never gonna say I got them all right. But I was like, really? I mean, is it? I'm not that bad. And then. And then, like, and then I realized no, it's nothing to do with your actual dancing. It's just, first of all, stop pulling faces. (laughs) Second of all, no one sitting in the audience knows what good technique to that step is. Mm. So stop making your body look like it's not natural because some of those Latin and ball movements don't look exactly natural. And I feel like those are the movements that I kind of stopped doing first as I started doing theater if you know what I mean, like mm. in comps, you would get these different routines and they would try these different things. But yeah. when you start doing theater, there, there are certain things you just don't do. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's certain moves. We just don't do. because this. There's someone that doesn't know enough about it. It just looks really silly or it looks yeah. a bit weird. Mm. And I see that now, Kev, when I go and watch comps, when I go, mm. the last time I went, I honestly, I didn't, I, I didn't stay until the end. Yeah. Because I don't see the the joy in, the in facial expressions anymore. It 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 puts me off now. <laughs> I I see the quality of the dancing that I'm I've I've never been at the level at when I was competing, and I respect that. But but as soon as someone I pulls a face in front of me, I'm like ah you lost me, you lost <laughs> me because <laughs> that's not a rumba then. Then you're not in love with the person right. Yeah. Opposite you, that's that's the that's the essence of the dance. Mm-hmm. If you look like if you're gonna eat someone's head off, that's you know what's romance in that. Mm-hmm. So I massively, Kev, massively burned the flooring. Jason and Peter. I mean, that was I would never be a strict I would have never, I would have never got to do this job and to live a dream now. If if it wasn't for them, I mean, obviously my dance teachers at home, Freddy, Daniela the the whole the whole that sort of system was incredible it kind of prepared me it gave me the the groundwork to even be able to to do theater but Jason and Pila then changed my mentality on how I actually dance mm. so everyone can enjoy it not just five judges or 12 judges watching you know judging yeah. a comp.
0: I think you've hit the nail on the head there with like, this is not performing, like say what they're doing in, in competition, this is not performing, this is impressing the judges because they want the result. And there's certain things you've got to do in a competition which the judges will go, oh yes, that was how what I'd like to see and, and then put it down. But it's not, it's not necessarily, you know, creating any atmosphere or any dynamic between two people or telling a story or.
1: And sadly it doesn't just end there because then you go, with the, with the comps you kind of you you first of all you're not performing you're doing it for the judges and then the way it works it's it's so political anyway
2: yeah. so
1: you kind of then you're impressing the judges who are not actually there to be impressed which is like I always kind of towards the end of the career kind of felt like that competitions are won with the amounts of lessons you buy <laughs> and with well, the amounts of with the amounts of trips you make to you know whatever England Italy wherever you're wherever you're training so the the, the actual competition it's kind of like it's kind of like there just to just to I don't know just to kind of do it I, I don't even kind of know now looking back I don't even know why we did it you know Tell I me mean? like you could have just you could have just gave those trophies after you kind of saw the spreadsheet yeah, you got twenty lessons so here here's your trophy <laughs> and, and like that's why that's why i kind of like started hating it towards the end like that's why i felt all with dancing because of comms i'm so glad and happy that i met peter and jason that changed my perception on that and now that's just a bad memory it's not mm-hmm. the reality
0: anymore mm. so flip it on his head yeah um, okay Ironically, we ended up for all the theater that we did. We had then ended up in a competition on TV in Strictly Come <laughs> that you're sort of trying to win. And there's four judges there. Do you ever yeah. put in a routine together for your celebs? Are, are you ever thinking about what certain judges might think, like thinking ahead, second guessing them?
1: Do you know what that stopped happening for me about what is it now seven years ago when when <laughs> Len. When no, but generally, Kev, when Len for the last time said to me, corte jaca. Oh, I love a ja. And I remember every time I would do a samba from that moment on, I would go, If I don't put in a corte Jaca, I'm gonna miss a moment of Len telling me a corte Jaca. I loved it. So that's, the, I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I never did, I never did. Like, like, like I said to you before, because I do it for celebrities. And if and if those are the steps that she or he can deliver, those are the steps that we're gonna be doing. And if those are not the steps that might be to everyone else's taste, judging it, you know, it's it's kinda it's kinda it's it's not the point really, is it? Mm. It's I, I kinda feel like if if whoever I'm dancing with, they need to be smiling from ear to ear. after every dance not trying to do a perfect ball time if you know what i mean like it's not about that it's not about it's not about those things for me at least i know the judges need to judge that i know i know they need to i mean that's that's why they're there but uh not for 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 me i mean listen maybe one day that's gonna be my job kev you never know (laughs) or maybe both of us you know what i mean so then Uh, i'm gonna have to be you
0: on the judging panel
1: (laughs) oh brilliant that will be brilliant that will be so awesome i love that let's put that out in the universe yeah, let's, let's just
0: put in the universe
1: let's just hold that thought for a second
0: um, yeah. Lovely, lovely <laughs> <laughs> um so i i found there are some dances like midweek or sort of towards the end of the week when the dance is coming together in the rehearsal room there are some dances that You know, you're not sure going into the weekend. You're not sure whether it's going to work or not. You don't quite know how you feel. And if it doesn't go great, then you're sort of like, yeah, I knew. And and if it does, it's like a really nice surprise. And then there are some dances where you head into the weekend just feeling like you're the shit because you feel like this is... I know I've got a great dance here. I know that they are dancing well. And this this could be the banger of the weekend. I really know it. And if it happens, it's amazing. But sometimes the worst moment is when you go in with a feeling like it's a great dance. And it just doesn't go the way you think it's going to. The judges just aren't into it. It doesn't get great scores. Have you got any dances that you've done in your time on Strictly? Oh, where- <laughs> Where it's just yep. like, this feels great. And then it just doesn't happen at the weekend. I don't know how, I don't know where to begin with this. I don't
1: know, <laughs> how, to, I don't know how to start this. I don't know how to start that one. Uh, I think more dances than not, that has happened. When I was going on the weekend thinking, ah, this is, this is the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. 90% of those dances go wrong. Yeah. Either a mistake happens, dress gets caught. It's like the things you can't control. The judges don't like it or, you know, it, it doesn't feel right at the, at the end. It's normally the ones that I go in sort of tiptoeing, kind of thinking it's good, mm. but not too sure of it. Yeah. Those are the ones that end up feeling and looking best. Mm. Kind of Even when you deliver them, you do them with a bit of a tension behind it. Is it going to be it or is it not? Mm. I feel like every time I go, especially on that floor, and I go, oh, I got this. It's 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 a car crash, because mm. I need like I I have never been that confident guy with my own dancing. If like if that makes sense, so I kind of always need to be like pushing at the back. Like I can't just I never really relax. I can't just go, okay, this is you know this is kind of nothing moment. It's never nothing moment. It's always a something moment.
2: Yeah. And
1: and whenever I go into a weekend with a dance that I feel like it's amazing, maybe. Twice or three times in eight years, it it actually happened. It actually happened that it was amazing. <laughs> like literally, Kev. Literally twice or three times, because I never feel like even on Thursday, even when you're going through the numbers, when you're running the numbers, so you can get as many runs in as possible. So then, yeah, the celebrities are comfortable with steps, so they don't have to think about what's coming up next. They can just, you know, focus on enjoying themself, themselves. Themselves. Um, that's when you kind of get to the to get to those numbers being the best. I feel like on Thursdays, the numbers that I'm gonna do on Saturdays are the best. I feel like, Mm -hmm. I can't remember when was the last time that the number on Saturday was even better than on a Thursday, if you know (laughs) what I mean. Like, I feel like you do it when you're in the swing of it in rehearsals. You get so good at it. Like, and I feel like it really clicks. And then you have a Friday, it's a camera block. You're not really rehearsing and you lose a a smidge of it. And then on, on Saturday nerves and everything comes into play. Sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't, but like I always feel like as close to a Thursday as I can get. You know, like that's that's when I, when when I'm happy about it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I, I tell you this all the time. I know, but like one of my favorite numbers in the history of Strictly, not just from of your numbers, but like ever it was you and Helen doing um, the Paso, the lame Miz number on Musicals Week, and I'm still mm. like. <laughs> to, to me like if I come in with that number and got a little bit, I'd have been so I furious i have been absolutely furious oh Kevin I was Kevin <laughs> I was very furious I was I was fuming I'm not
1: I can say that now that's years ago I literally I, I didn't get it I did not get it yeah uh but uh yeah you're right you see that that's one of those numbers like mm. that's exactly that you kind of but even like that one like I can't like fully remember if i was thinking it's it's the number or whatever but i knew it was a good number like i knew that this kind of click like the story was there the set Mm -hmm. looked incredible helen was phenomenal i mean like she could that that girl could do it all like literally all and i think she was to that point she had the highest average score out of all the celebrities that season. right
2: like
1: and rightly and rightly so because she was incredible like she was amazing and uh and then that that dance happened, and like like you said, like watching it back, I love it. I absolutely love it. Brilliant number. But but then you see, like I go back to, I'm 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 happy with that. Yeah. Because I'm, you know, I'm always gonna remember that that's the dance you got eliminated on. But and so what? Mm, yeah. the day, so yeah. what? That nah. so Exactly. Now I now I see it that way. Back then I definitely. Didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I never, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see it that way at all. <laughs>
0: So I remember, like... like I don't think mom, I've ever said this out loud, by the way. I remember, I remember, I remember. <laughs> my mum would always text me, like, my mum like, how's everyone looking, you know, how's it all going, and, you know, whatever. And I think I texted my mum, I'd, I'd seen your number in rehearsal, and I think I texted my mum and went, it's, you know, like, I can't remember what what I would have been doing. Was that the year, was it 2015?
1: Or yeah, it was. 20, 50, it has to be, no, yeah, 15, 15 yeah, 15 or 16, one, one or the other. I think it was yeah. 15.
0: Okay. I think it was 15. So I was like, yeah, I think maybe I was dancing with Kelly. Anyway, um, yeah. uh, I can't remember. Javon,
1: that was Giovanni's first year, Giovanni in Georgia.
0: Okay, I, I, think yeah, Jay, Jay, I think Jay, think J won that season, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, 2015, it. then. So I was, with yeah, Kelly. 2015, yeah. So, um, and I remember texting my mum saying like, yeah, like everyone's, everyone's looking good. It's going to be a real good show. Um, but it's, it's Ali, Ash and Helen's night, you know, like it's always someone's night, you know, like someone blows everyone else away and is top mm. of the board and whatever. And I was like, it's Aliash and Helen's night tonight. Um, then their number's wicked. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and always thinking, like, at the end after the results show who's gone what's that are, are you safe are you through who's going to eliminate? Oh, oh Ali, I should have been eliminated
1: <laughs> i hope you delete the message that, that you sent before the show <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah uh, you know that was like when we spoke about helen now uh, i just remembered it was halfway to the competition i don't remember it was halfway more towards the end of our of our strictly journey uh mm-hmm we did this venus walls uh, to at last yeah i remember and, like you know what they said like to you like that was that was that was a dance you really enjoyed but like to me like not i mean watching back i, lo- I love watching it uh but uh it's it's one of the few dances that i would actually go and back and watch them just because not because of like some reference or like for for a reason yeah. and uh, that was like one of the one of the times that like i literally if i closed my eyes it was like doing a pronoun like you know what I mean like when things just sort of click and you don't have to like you lead just as much as you need to you 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 know you can't you can extend the beat a little bit you can you can afford to hold a second I mean it was it's one of those like eerie sort of moments that like not like I remember when the number finished like ah like I I, I knew it was, like, I was baffled with it, like, I can't believe that it just happened, like,
2: mm-hmm. that was
1: one of those numbers when you, when, when, when you asked me, but it wasn't a number when I walked into the studio thinking that's the great greatest dance I've ever done,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: because it was, because it was, I always feel like I'm strictly, the way more simple you, you tell a story, or the simplest, the, the messages you try to portray, the, the more clearer the everything yeah. you do, the steps are as well. Yeah, and yeah. that was one of those dances that I don't think I didn't over choreograph. I didn't under choreograph. I, mm. I feel like I, I hit that one just good. I feel like I yeah. I did it good that one, and, and, and I love that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Cool. Yeah. I might go and rewatch that in a minute. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Me too. Actually, i to do <laughs>
0: Um, I want to also ask you um uh, just about. Confidence in general, right? Because you, you to me, have always come across like a very confident guy, like in terms of um, what you do in, in your dancing, on, on stage, on Strictly, um, but also just in general. Like if we're out at, you know, if we're at a bar, you're, you're <laughs> often the ringleader. And um, just, just I in terms of like, you know, you know, when everyone's in a gang and it's, what, what I mean is like, if everyone's in a group and it's like, right, what sh- what's everyone fancy doing? Where should we go? It like, I, I'm very, I don't know, what does everyone want to do? You're very, let's go here. And everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, you're the, very, you're the, you're the ringleader. Kev,
1: Kev, that's mainly because I'm always the one that wants to go somewhere. No
0: one else wants to go <laughs> anywhere. That's, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> but um, is, is that just how you are in general? Or like, does confidence come from somewhere? And do you feel that you're the same on-screen as off-screen? Do do, do you think you turn a dial up or are you just as you are? Never. Never.
1: Do you know why I never can turn the dial up? Because I never consider myself being able to act in in that way. I feel like like I'm not capable to act for that long to make people believe that that's actually me. Because it ain't a cut. It ain't it's a live thing it's not you can't just you know you record a scene you cut and then you can get back into character to do another scene it doesn't work like that and i feel like i i, I could never i could never get away with it because i thinking about the language what am i gonna say how am i gonna say it? am i gonna use the correct present past continuous whatever <laughs> i mean the last thing i'm gonna do is is not be me and yeah. And I was lucky like that actually. I feel like that, that, that was like probably I don't know. I was lucky like that because I never I never felt like it was, there was a need for me to be anything else but me.
2: yeah
1: and, uh, and I mean I, 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 I was thinking I would struggle if it was any other way. Mm. Do you know what I mean like and, and, and I bet that so many don't don't do it that way. I, I bet like you know, but I just could never I could never when I go home to Slovenia. I feel like more I would then be conscious of how I would be portrayed or what I say. Right. But it, do you know what I mean? Because it's kind of my, my mother or home language, I'm more com- comfortable with it, with expression itself. Yeah. But do you know what I, does, does this make sense? Yeah, totally. And uh, I, can't, I forgot, Kev, where I was going. I forgot. Uh,
0: you, you, you were saying how, like, when you can when, um, yeah really be anything else but you, like, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the screen... Uh, but but like when you go but when you um, I, and i feel
1: like looking back now I, I'm, I am always the ringleader when it gets to having fun at the uh, after shows or whatever and uh looking back i wouldn't like yeah and i i love that because maybe if i wasn't there i don't i don't think many times we would have gone anywhere and i'm not <laughs> yeah, even just I, i'm not true. saying that i'm not saying that to be funny but i actually mean that i mean yeah. so many amazing tours that we've done together i'm I'm not saying that we wouldn't have gone out once, but like,
2: yeah.
1: I mean, most of those nights were, were, were bloody brilliant. Do you know what I mean? It was probably a struggle next day, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> and, uh, but I love, I love, I love having fun. I love socializing. And I like, I love socializing with people that I have so much to, in common with. Mm. And I, to answer your question, I don't think I was as confident in any other circle, but in, in the circle that I work and live in now, Ah. Because I have so much in common with people that I'm, that I'm that I am, you know, going
0: out for for drinks with, ah. and uh, yeah, there you go. Interesting. So if you, let's say hypothetically, you were hypothetically, yeah, like you were to be thrust into a, a new environment, <laughs> yeah. um, like with, good luck with, <laughs> with a different circle of people and a diff and a different type of work or whatever say it's like a new gig or whatever like would you are you still that guy that's like everyone go here or you're a bit more um what does everyone want to do like
1: (laughs) (laughs) i think lockdown changed me a little bit like that kev i think i even now like we we've we've gone for a couple of dinners like in the last couple of weeks and uh no i don't don't even think it's gonna take me to do something else i think that's changed already because we go for dinner now, and we, we let's say mid at six thirty. At about eight thirty, I'm done with dinner. Right. We, we've had our food. We've had our food. What What are we gonna do now? I mean, like when if that was five years ago, I would have finished that dinner about two a.m. for sure. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and no one serves food that late anyway. So yeah. And uh, so, but now I can't. I, I don't know. I feel like that no, sounds silly, but like growing up, I guess. Yeah. Okay. It has something to do with it. Uh, I can't. I can't just wake up and be okay and go and go to work. I, I need. A, I need a day to 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 survive, and then I can get back to it. Uh, but it's gonna be. That's a good question, Kev. I'm. 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 I'm trying different things right now, and uh, I've actually just today had a, a first day at the at the at the job, wow. and uh, that's, that's something that I've never done before. Mm. and uh and it was and i felt like a kid in uh in like the biggest candy shop that i've ever like any kid could go to
2: mm. and
1: i haven't felt like that like maybe from like that first time i stepped into the strictly studio
2: yeah
1: you know like or the first time that the alan delicate went dancing the walls you know like yeah it's those moments you know what i mean like when you're gonna go ooh, okay <laughs> and, uh, and i felt like that today i felt like oh so I, you, you can't be that confident guy. I'll, I'll be lying if I say, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I'm like, right.
0: that. I'm not like that. You yeah, can't be like that. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I look forward to finding out whatever that is.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds exciting. Your new thing. Um. And but before we get to the end, and I know also we've got some questions for like, I put it out on social media, any questions for Aliash? And they came pouring in. Um, uh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, all three <laughs> of them came back. Um. But um, I want to ask as well, like, obviously, I mean, you've done, through, you've done competitions. You, we've had a similar journeys. We've done competitions, then theatre, and then um, Strictly Come Dancing. Um, but then Strictly Come Dancing is, you know, you're in the public eye all of a sudden. And, you know, there's a lot of people watch Strictly and there's a lot of people with opinions and get involved and and blah, 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 and, and tabloids talking about it and whatever. Um, how has, um, what's your relationship with fame you know like being in the public eye is it something that you're quite comfortable with have you had any struggling moments and social media general media media?
1: i mean you know it's kind of it kind of comes with the with the job to begin with Mm. uh you know when i when i interviewed and when i got the job on 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 strictly i i was aware of of the side of what actually is expected from me in terms of choreography, teaching skills, performing skills, uh, delivering the actual job. But what I was completely unaware, and that was no one else's fault, just mine, what else comes, everything else that comes with it. Mm. And I I would struggle 10 times more doing an interview for a local newspaper than I was doing a dance on, on Strictly. Like, genuinely, Kev, like, I would, I would have, like, panic attacks pretty much, like, almost sometimes, like, going, like, oh, my God, this is a huge interview. This is a massive, you know, massive radio station. And I would, because I have, in Slovene, when I'm, when I'm home, I, I stutter a bit, because I was a bit, anyway, that's a long story. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. But uh I, thankfully, I don't have it in, in English for some reason. I don't, I don't stutter. Thank goodness. <laughs> I, imagine that. And uh, so, I was so self-conscious of interviews themselves and I never still to this day, like now this is like a lovely chat between, you know what I mean? Between the two mates.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, I still, that's the only time, you know, when you asked me before putting on a thing or a face, that's the only time I, I do put on a persona because right. I'm so self-conscious because I know how you kind of learn how the press works yeah uh i mean i think you, you you think you do sorry yeah you think yeah. you do yeah, yeah and uh and then you you soon realize that you need to be so uh not careful but you need to be so almost methodical with how much you give and how much you don't give and how much you let people into your life at the end of the day because mm. it's so easy to just make everything public isn't it these days because there is a camera Exactly, because there's a camera, camera on, on everything that has a battery. You know what I mean? So and uh, I'm, I don't I don't I don't think I'm fully gonna I I still don't think I'm famous. I never will think I'm famous. I never will think I'm famous. The show that I'm on, it's called Dancing with the Stars around the world. Yeah. Strictly come dancing is only called like that in UK and South Africa. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a star, I'm dancing with the star. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm never gonna see it in any other way. Because I feel like as soon as I do, I'm, uh, I'm not gonna like myself. I I would hate myself being that guy that that's full of himself. And it's, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know because I hate that in 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 when I see that in in I'm not a hate, but I don't appreciate that when I see yeah. that in someone else. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And um, I that's why I kind of never really deal with fame because I feel like I don't have to. Okay. Do you know like I'm, and and. If anyone ever stops me, it's always lovely because because it's a family show. It's always positive. I yeah. never get anyone. I'm you know I'm I'm not a footballer that that I play for a team that someone that sees me on the street that it's it's an it's an it's an opponent or whatever. Or it's a, it's a derby and I'm playing for the op- for the opposite team. That never happens. Mm-hmm. It's always lovely. It's never anything negative.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But the the only negative sometimes would be would be that media press side of it. Yeah, you know you say something and then it's it's not printed or whatever, what you said, you know, those are the things that you, it's hard to get your head around and it, and it kills you. It kills you. And then common social media, you know, like, I think a lot has been said, but even more needs to be said on that. Like, and I might be one of those guys that you would never think that gets anything bad or whatever. You might think that, but I do. I do. Like, after dances are strictly, people will write to you, this was most Horrendous song choice that I would have I would have picked for a tango or whatever, or what are you thinking with those steps, or what like you know, there's countless of things that and those things hurt, man. Like you you tell yourself they don't, but they do. Yeah. And you can read 50 good things and you read one bad one, but for some bloody reason that one stays. And and it's easy to say, well, you think about the good things. Well, it's easy to say that, but you know, it doesn't go like that. Yeah, exactly. And, And that's why, like, I mean. I you know, my I feel like one of the, the people that I got so close with after strictly was Carolyn Flack. Like she was so I mean we genuinely became great friends. Like we we genuinely became really, really close. Especially Jeanette and her. I think like they, they became like this two peas in a pod and, and like everything that sort of happened around that and, and like it just yeah, it just to be extra careful or however I put it, but you know, and then just you just hope for people to be nice to you and people to to not be mean to you and that's all you can do at the end of the day and Mm. and i feel like you know hashtag be kind is it's not just a hashtag it's you actually need to go and do that like i feel like and it doesn't cost you anything
2: yeah
1: it's not gonna it's not gonna change your life but it's definitely gonna change someone else's life And, and I, like, more than ever, I, like, I've always, I feel like I've always kind of been like that. Mm-hmm. But ever since since Caroline passed, like, more so, Kev, kind of like, even more so, I consciously spread the positivity, spread the love, because we all have our own things going on in, 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 our, in our lives that it's enough. it's enough to deal with. You don't need anyone else mm-hmm. putting more pressure on you or making you feel, you know, any other way but good way, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. I agree. And the, the bit that I hate that there seems to be this narrative that people that don't understand it or people that have never been in the public eye or whatever, they seem to have this this thing where they say, um, well, they signed up for it when they wanted to be famous. And it's like that's No, that's you really don't understand. Like I don't see why so- someone who's no. their passion that then ends up in the public eye that they didn't sign up for abuse. They didn't. It, it's not a thing where it's like, oh well, you decided to do something in the public eye, therefore you have to take it. It's okay. No. Why do they have to? No. I I like I I I think that they couldn't be more wrong when
1: they say that. I agree. Like I mean, the reason why I'm in a public eye is because of dancing. It's because okay. of my 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 craft that I put years and years yeah. of countless hours of training. Yeah. That's why I i am a professional or strictly condensing yeah. i'm not a professional or strictly condensing because i like to be in a public eye
0: yeah like You're not so like how, I, going? how can i be famous maybe i'll no it
1: it's not goodness me no
0: no I really listen, want to be famous and get all of this abuse like no listen, one's doing that
1: listen there might like i'm not saying like there there might be shows that that is the case mm. but in mm. my case that definitely doesn't happen because no. Because to be a to be a pro strictly, yeah, like you need you might have done you might have done some training in, in the past, yeah. So you might have been preparing yourself for it. It doesn't just happen with it doesn't just happen in a year. Yeah. And uh, but I mean, when people say that it's it's, I mean, it hurts a little, but doesn't it? doesn't it? Like it has yeah. to hurt a little bit. Anyone yeah. that does anything in a public eye, I mean, it, obviously it comes with the job, but. I mean no one then says that all of a sudden you have the liberty to just say whatever you want to someone you know what i mean like so what does that mean now because i have a a job that is you know being scrutinized by so many that now i can i can just be publicly you know
0: yeah
1: opinionated for it i mean it's not
0: that is it it's not that at all no exactly um Mm. my battery is going to run out very soon same here, actually. I didn't Same here. My computer, so we'll do a few um, questions. Just like really Go fast, on. quick fire rounds. If he wasn't on Strictly, what does he think he would be doing professionally? Uh, athletics, running. Oh, nice. Mm. Who does he want to win the next series of Strictly besides himself or Jeanette?
1: Jeanette, I There's no one else, <laughs> Cap. There's no one else. There's no one else, Jeanette.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned during your career? That's a big question. The quick fire isn't Patience. it? Patience. Patience, Kevin. Patience. Do you have a favorite memory of, on Strictly Come Dancing? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> share?
1: I do have. I do have. I do have. Like, I think my favorite moment was, I know this is not going to, to you, be like weird or whatever, but remember when the two of us were in a group number and, we were holding that hoop yeah and we were recording sir bruce Forsyth yeah. jumping through the hoop yeah and like that was like and when i still see that photo it's because i think it's i think it's actually still in elm street up on a wall somewhere and like that has to be like one of those first times that you know what i mean it was it, yeah so there you go you're, you're in the moment you're in that moment,
0: Kev. You're in that moment, Kev. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Um, oh, this is an interesting one. Favorite city in ex-Yugoslavia outside of Slovenia? Oof, Primošten. Primošten.
1: It's a it's a little coastal town in Croatia, mm. uh, Dalmatian coast. And it's gorgeous. Oh, and I was there every summer when I was a kid for about a month. Every summer. Mm. Good
0: answer.
1: Loved it beautiful
0: if you could meet any famous dancer dead or alive who would it be and what would you ask
1: them fred astaire fred astaire mm-hmm. fred astaire i mean and
0: if i could meet know? two
1: it would be fred astaire and gene kelly but if it's yeah. one it's fred astaire what would my question be to him i wouldn't i wouldn't want to ask him anything because i wouldn't want to hear him talk i would just want to see him
0: dance life you'd say can you dance for me
1: <laughs> can you dance for me exactly
0: yeah, yeah. yeah that's it um Apart from strictly, have you any other projects you would love to work on in the future?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I would. I I started sort of like, you know, randomly doing a little bit more of kind of presenting things, like and not presenting, but talking a little bit more on camera. Hmm. And uh, I I enjoy it tremendously. Like, and I and I love it. And whenever we do our tours, I love talking in microphone. Yeah. Like, I mean, I could literally do it for an hour <laughs> if if I could. <laughs> and, uh, and I love that. I would love to try myself in acting one day. I mm-hmm. would love that. I would really love that. Excellent. And uh, hopefully
0: soon. Hopefully soon.
2: Great.
1: Yeah.
0: That's yeah. <laughs> um last two questions. What was it like working with Alison Hammond? She and Alice oh, were funny together. Um oh man. That I always say, like I always say that the two
1: of us didn't do strictly condensing. We were sort of on a on a on a comedy tour. On L Street, and everyone around us was sort of going through steps and being panicking about cha cha's or sambas, and the two of us were just laughing the whole way through. I mean, it was—I actually saw her like three, three, four weeks ago, and it's like we have this bond, this like yeah. amazing bond that even if we don't see each other for like, it's—it's it's a bit like us, isn't it? Like, even if we don't see each other for years, you kind of, you kind of pick it up where you kind of left it without yeah. even saying it. Yeah. And yeah. I lo- I love dancing with her, but that, you know, I can't say I just love dancing with her. I love dancing with all of them. Like yeah. every single celeb that I've had, like every single one of them.
0: Mm. Um, I have two very distinct memories of you and Alison Hammond dancing together. One <laughs> was that night when she got the like the dress stuck <laughs> over her face and she the Kate Bush, Kate having. Bush. <laughs> Oh my, she absolutely couldn't stop laughing. And the whole studio was laughing, like, for ages. (laughs) And she's got that, like, brilliant, like, loud laugh. Piercing, (laughs) piercing laugh. Oh, so funny. Oh, I love her, I love her. My other, weirdly, my other memory of you and Alison is, you always, there was that VT on It Takes Two where you always used to stop for an apple. Yeah, apple time. (laughs) Apple time? It's like you do an hour of training (laughs) and then, apple break? (laughs) You just sit and have an apple. Apple time? We, we kind of
1: made that deal. We were like, listen, because I, I love to take little breaks, you know, in Paris. And I was like, listen, this is going to get really bad if we start taking too many breaks. Let's just give give ourselves one, one sort of fruit we can eat. And then we ended up kind of, Kev, I'm not just joking. Like, we probably had like 10 apples
0: a day during the Paris. was like, uh, but uh, apple time, apple time. Apple yeah. <laughs> time? Okay. Final question before my computer dies and it ends the podcast. Final okay. question. And this is a big one. Okay. How did you feel about Stacey Dooley saying she fancied you back in 2013? <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: you know I was part of this I was a bit, you know, when you have like this tingle, like I was going, like, where is she gonna what is she gonna ask that? What is she gonna I'm like I don't know, guys? I actually heard. I actually heard because you tagged me, didn't you? In that, what did you do? Like, Stacey was doing a radio show, and she you was called Scott Mills. As, that was it. That was it. were yeah. Mills, and you called in as like this Scottish sort of yeah. guy that wanted to know this. Uh, called in pretending I, to be someone else. I mean, listen, listen. I think I. I think Stacey is solely saying that now, just for the effect of the story. I think she's yeah, yeah. always. I think she's always had eyes. Uh, just for you you know what I mean it really meant me. I'm uh, sure. yeah 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 I I I I believe that I just I think that it's uh I think she might have you know we spoke about like interviews and stuff I think she might have like said it on a whim once yeah, on a whim yeah, and yeah. then like it wasn't actually that uh but seriously a little bit uncomfortable <laughs> 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 yeah that's how I feel about it <laughs> <laughs> I love Stacy actually like you know like Stacy and I actually got to dance together, like, and I've never before or after that, I've never danced with any other celebrity, like, like, do you know what I mean? Like in, like in a strictly sort of environment and we got to, we got to do the life tour because, because you, because you didn't do it that, that year. Mm. And I like, I mean, first of all, like, I got to be a champ every year without, I mean, every night without even winning it. That was brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of taking your credit, Kev, thanks. (laughs) But uh, I mean, I like an amazing girl man an amazing girl like genuinely like yeah love inside and out like lovely 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 lovely
0: (laughs) well on that note I'm gonna say thank you for coming on the podcast Ali before she realises that I'm talking to you and to get all excited (laughs) yeah yeah let's do that (laughs) listen thank you Kev thank you so much for having me and uh, listen let's do it again yeah and you have to come round and hang out in our garden
1: Oh, I would love that.
0: Let me know. I would love that, that. And, and come round, yeah. And then as even- soon as the
1: butterflies come out, as soon as the butterflies come out,
0: yeah. And then even once the rules change and we're allowed to come inside, like come, yeah, come come round, and we'll play video games.
1: No, okay. If we're allowed to, Kev. If we're allowed to, yeah. <laughs>
0: we're allowed to we do what we want. Oh
1: yeah, sure. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I keep telling that myself. I, I don't think that's. Anyway, anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me, man.